Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome back to to Blighty Day Fiance, Married at First Blight, Australia. This show is the jewel in our crown, <laughs> I think it's fair to say, isn't it, Robin? Yeah, what kind of jewels do they have in Australia? Is it opals and sapphires, I think? Sure, why not? <laughs> I don't For those really of you know. who are just joining us, we are a married, transatlantic, monogamous, heterosexual couple based in London. That's true. Um, <laughs> um, neither of us are Australian. I am British. Michelle is American. Uh, she is my second American wife. And I... Well, you're my second and hopefully last British husband. Yeah, I, I should have said last, shouldn't I? Yeah. Oops. Um, <laughs> neither of us have, have been married to an Australian. No. Have you ever been out with an Australian? Uh, I have. His name was actually Bruce. Amazing. Um, so yeah, that's it, it. Didn't go very far, did it not? It when didn't. when we say go out, what what are we saying by that? Like, are we in more than one date territory? Was this a, a, a romance? Um, well, he was enormous, um, <laughs> built like a brick shit house, and was he Thor? Yeah, he was, you know, he could, um, but what put me off is when it came time to, um, as they like to say, get intimate, Root. there was this, like, very sticky, um, heavily used sort of... I'm dreading the noun. ...tube of lube, oh. of, like, KY jelly, right? and it looked so old and just i looked at it and Are you i was saying that a number of sheilas have benefited from the same tuba lube 
Well, I look, I'm going to be completely honest because I sort of looked at that and I looked at him and he was like, you're going to need that. And I was like, right, I got to go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so when he says you're going to need that, I assume that he wasn't used to throwing Barbies on his prawn. I think that's quite a clever joke. I've been working on it. <laughs> uh, As opposed to throwing prawns on the Barbie, right? Throwing Barbies on his prawn. But you're saying it wasn't a prawn. No, it was... I assume it was massive. I don't really remember the the day, but I think, you know, that's what he was trying to intimate by saying that. Anyway, anyway, if that's too granular uh, or you know, intimate a detail for you, this might not be the right podcast for you. Yeah, I've only dated one Australian, but she was a bit crazed. Big Marilyn Manson fan. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right, so um, I think we're off to a good start. We're just going to go through the couples and kind of, there's so many of them at this stage in the show. (laughs) So Um, we we should explain what we do. Um, There's, I think, 400 episodes of Mass Ops. (laughs) Yeah. Every week, um, you know, plus probably bonus ones on weird streaming channels. Um, we, uh, we're we spending most of our time watching the show, right? <laughs> like, almost every waking hour we're watching the show, which means we ain't got time to, like, do podcasts about the show, so we do weekly wrap-ups. And frankly, that's all you want, right? Yeah. No one wants, like, four podcasts a week. Um, and at the beginning, one of the reasons why we were a little late in our first week is... Um, we're not a big fan of the weddings, really, are we? No. No. And even the honeymoons, like for us, the show proper starts once they get into the weird communal lodgings, right? That's when it Yes. Re- yeah. So we're all geared up for week two, really, mm-hmm. but we will bring you end of week summaries, right? So traditionally throughout the course of the week, you'll have a uh, let's do a jolly activity day. You will have a dinner party day and you will have a commitment ceremony day. Sometimes there's like a day of we're not even doing an activity. It's just life with the guys. Right. right. So we're probably looking at three or four episodes a week, and we will try and come to you at the end of that week after the commitment ceremony, after we've had a chance to do a pod about them all. Yes. Now, there might be some exceptions. Like, obviously, if something hugely incendiary happens and we have to address it immediately, we'll give you 15 minutes on it. Oh, yeah. You know, um, intimacy week tends to uh, set that off. And there is one task in particular that if you're new to this show, it will just they they could never do this in America. This task. (laughs) I hope they do it again. I hope they haven't retired it. Robin knows what I'm talking about. I don't. I don't. don't. Can you give me like a visual? You're clearly trying not to spoil. It's the ranking. (gasps) Oh, shit. That's not that's not intimacy week, though. No, it isn't, but I'm, I remembered it after um, right. Intimacy Week. So, anyway, without further ado, ba-do, 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 do, do. Okay. Um, Who we got? Who have we met so far? Let's go through those couples, uh, couple by couple by couple, Noah style. Okay, so we have met uh, Lyndall and Cam. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Lyndall is, I'm going to be 
a little bit controversial here and say I'm slightly worried that she's been sponsored by a pharmaceutical company. You're, you're not the only person. Reddit thinks exactly the same thing. Okay. Like, yeah, like, Jesus Christ, has this show been, you know, sponsored by, and I've forgotten the name of the meds now, but um, I did look it up, and it is a real thing. And more sources than just maths ors are saying it is a miracle and wonder drug that has completely like transformed the lives of you know millions of people it's established there's more than one brand name i think it hasn't okay. gone generic yet but it's not just like some pharma company trying to you know pimp its vaporware you know? sure it actually is a thing i don't think pharma companies use vaporware <laughs> uh you don't I'm I am not commenting at all on the fact that they definitely do. So I just commented. Um yeah. Som- right. Sometimes you are buying placebos from pharma companies. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, um in any case, I hope to God that all of the promises that she's been made uh by this drug company are true and that she's going to live a long and healthy life. She seems really sweet. Um, and, you know, that scares me because I can't imagine the producers of this show, uh, will go to any length to, um, upset and distress their audience. Yeah. Um, they can be a bit confronting. They can be a bit confronting. (laughs) Um, and as we learned last year with Jackson and Olivia, mm. they're very good at, yeah, um, yeah a, a, a shocking reveal and twist. Yeah, that's the thing. Remember with Olivia, everyone, think back to how we all felt sorry for her that she was caring for her dead dad. Yep. And then she turned into the internet's most hated woman, right? Uh, and rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she was way worse than the Gorgon, Bryce, and Melissa, who, thank God, oh, yeah. we haven't had to hear anything about for quite a while now. Anyway, anyway. Lyndall, good luck. Uh, Cam, now, there's some... I try to avoid um, getting spoiled mm, no. and rumors coming from outside the show. Look, I don't want to go into this anyway. There are some allegations that have come out about Cam that I... Look, I don't have... Unsubstantiated. It's unsubstantiated. If it's true, he's a dick. The worst kind of yeah, dick. Yeah, the worst. The worst. Um, but I, I really can't base a judgment on one unsa- unsubstantiated allegation. But I don't know. It worries me. He is a little bit too good to be true, a little bit too cute. He is such a combination of... And um, regular listeners will know I'm shit at names. Uh, but Jack? Jack, yep. And from last year brett yeah he right? is he yeah. is that lovely and actually the guy with the mustache on below deck what was his name lloyd lloyd he's australian as well as he might be kiwi i hope i haven't got that wrong um but there's something about these sort of very very lovely non-macho australian men who have mustaches <laughs> it's just really weird i hate the mustache and i don't like the man bun either sorry I, but these are really really lovely men and contrary to kind of you know popular opinions about what australian male machismo is i, I, I love seeing these guys because they're such an antidote to that they're just really tender and in touch with their feelings and, and delightful and and actually you know probably more than men from any other country in a weird way. So, you know, that stereotype of the kind of, you know, the butch macho Australian man 
has, has been shown by this show and others just not, not to be true. And he seems like one of them, right? And I love guys like that. I really love guys like that. Cool as fuck. But again, we don't know. He might turn out to be an asshole. You're not a fan of the man bun though, are you? No, I hate it. No. Um, I'd like to add to what you were saying that sometimes, um, as we learned in season eight, the best relationships formed on this show are uh, among the men. Oh, yeah. Um, they're not so much last year, but season eight. Uh, the season will be Very brilliant. solid male friendships, very loving yeah. and supportive. Um, anyway, moving on, because those two are very nice but boring. Um, <laughs> Bronte and Harrison. Yeah. So I just want to get right out of the gate by saying, look, no one expects that uh, everyone before they come on this show will have been celibate for six months in preparation and avoided all sexual activity. Like, no one is expecting that, okay? No. The red flag is not that he was involved with multiple other women before Mm -hmm. joining the experiment. The red flag is in how he handled that confrontation. Yeah, which was immediately, how dare you judge me? Yeah. Yeah, he went immediately on the offensive and the aggressive, right? He's so, he is such a, his reactions are so narcissistic, like, it's almost as if he's read a book on narcissism and just, you know... We're going to talk about shushing, right? Right. There's a big difference in actually shushing someone, like, verbally, and what he did, which was, like, a psychological shushing, right? (laughs) Yeah. He just shut her down. He shamed her. I ain't having none of that, yeah. And they were reasonable allegations to answer. The thing about this show is it's one of the few reality shows that addresses the fact that there is an external world. Um, and I know that's only really happened in the last couple of seasons, but it had a huge, like with, you know, Domenico last season. Yeah. You know, they do bring that in. It was fucking weird to have it in the first episode, like stuff from outside and pink dress didn't really deliver the news in the most compelling way or believable way. She, you know, she was almost like a pantomime kind of villain, like sliding onto the stage and going, um, I'm just going to drop a well, small grenade in this relationship. Nah, I think it's. it was very... To me, it was obviously orchestrated and producer... Oh, massively. They had an overhead camera where they go and talk. And they just miraculously have got a camera hanging from the ceiling, like, by a white curtain. And then no what reason. really yeah, pissed me stage. off is that her allegations were dismissed immediately as, oh, she's jealous because she wasn't a bridesmaid. I mean, come on. On. Yeah, that's what really, like, the vault fast, like, in the very next episode from, from Brunty, like, the way she believed the friend totally, and then she believes the sister, was it? Who was like, eh, the friend has an agenda. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, she had an agenda. She was jealous that ugh. she wasn't a bridesmaid. That's so gross. But anyway. Anyone who can be so swayed by all of these opinions bouncing backwards and forwards is a drama junkie, right? So Brunty is not, like, she is not immune from blame here like he is terrifying but she is a conflict junkie she will go seeking problems yeah i think she's very and she surrounds herself with people in her life i hate to say it but i don't think she's smart enough to get what she wants out of this show because you really and truly and and this is advice that has been 
um, given to me by many a uh, reality TV personality. Okay, do not do not go on any reality show unless you have something to sell. Yeah. These a lot of these people are makeup artists, yeah. you know, influencers, uh, content, yeah, content creators of some kind. Not only are those the only people who can take three months off work, but it, you know, it'll be worth it to them because they've, you know, got a makeup line or whatever that they want to sell, and that is a good reason to go on the show. A bad reason to go on the show is to find your soulmate. So, um, <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, statistically, like maybe one couple makes it and they usually break up within a couple of years so i think you're better off with online dating. not even a year yeah yeah anyway i call him chode because he looks like the human embodiment of a chode and i suspect that he also has one um he gives me major like steroided yeah david williams allegedly vibes. allegedly allegedly no i'm just saying if david williams I know, but we were have to... To, if he were to take lots of steroids he would look like that guy right yeah i'm not saying either he or david williams okay. takes lots of steroids. well that's why i say allegedly <laughs> all right so look the the there's not a very long highlight reel with them he wears a stupid hat they go on their honeymoon he makes all this you know uh, like growling and sniffing around her that he's going to fuck her. And then inevitably, <laughs> so I think what happened is he either yeah. lost his boner yeah. because he was either drunk or not interested or, you know, mm-hmm. um, and the or way she that was, I, she wasn't 20 years old. No, because I don't think it, but of course he blames it on her, you know, he blames it on her. And then he does the thing that, again, I swear he's taking this, he consults the narcissist's handbook. He says that the sex uh, lacked passion, which was her fault, Mm -hmm. and that he, and after telling her that, he doesn't know where these hysterics are coming from. Yeah. He calls her... Hysterical. hysterical so he is this year's what's the name sorry i know i shouldn't do this the texan guy was he from texas the american guy yeah i don't remember his name andrew and something like last that last year who wanted to have the baby do you remember her name yes her name was heidi was it? it was his was andrew i i can't it doesn't matter you robin it incred- doesn't I matter know, i know you did an incredible impression of her um but they're, they're, it's kind of almost the same storyline in a way. Like, he is the same there. Like, you know, uh, you weren't good enough in bed, basically, and that's why I'm I'm, mm. I'm going off you. And, and she she is a little bit similar that she's coming at it, like, with a preconceived idea of what she wants a relationship to be. And he just wants someone, you know, with whom the sex is good. And if he doesn't have complete control, it's not good for him, right? But also, we know he's been messaging a 20-year-old on whatsapp yeah and there's no you know he thinks that he's god's gift and why is he wasting his time with her when he can get nudes off a 20 year old because that's how his brain works okay i'm not saying look bronte is absolutely stunningly gorgeous she She has nothing to answer for but she has got inner size stupid bullshit yeah she has crazy (laughs) kind of terrifying um Anyway, I noticed that he was wearing a Tommy Hilfiger jumper a couple of times. 
um, bucking what I believe might be the male-sponsored official uniform this year of uh, Ralph Lauren Polo. Uh, every year, it's brilliant. The men have to wear these the same shirts, um, and I think they've they've graded up this year. They've gone for they've gone for the old polo. Quite impressive. But he was wearing Hilfiger. Well, it looks all right. Um, <laughs> now, Sandy and Dan, I'm afraid to say I've also been spoiled on this couple. I'm not going to share this um, on the podcast because I don't think that's fair. But, you know, th- that's the thing, you guys. If I kept up with all the gossip, I wouldn't sleep because I we have to devote however many, like, six hours a week to watching this show. And then we have other shows to cover and, um, you know, a job. So Hey, it's more fun to let the show unfold. The job is Robin's. It's not mine. But I'm studying and doing other things. Anyway, all right. So Sandy um, is Indian Punjabi, and she has struggled her entire life to mesh that with Australian culture. Um, she feels her decisions have always in the past been dictated by her parents' expectations and her cultural norms. Um, I think she's looking for a therapist, not a relationship. What do you think, Robin? Yeah, she needs to have a relationship before she has a marriage right? You don't rebel from your parents and your culture. And and I'm not saying, like, we always assume rebellion is a bad thing. Rebellion is not a bad thing, right? Rebellion intrinsically, I think, is always a good thing, because the world needs to change and evolve, otherwise we go stale, stagnate, and die, right? So, it's good. It's good that kids rebel from their parents because it would be a very boring world if we were just you know fading photocopies down the generations getting shitter and shitter right you need to change you need to mix things up but have a relationship with a man live with a guy date some guys right and then do the marriage thing in this case like i would suggest it for anyone really like there's a few people on the show who like haven't had a proper relationship and you watch that and you go, well, that's just fucking stupid. But not only has she not had a, a proper relationship, she's also breaking like these cultural handcuffs. And it's too much. It's yeah. just too much. Yeah. Right? She's got to achieve too much with this one guy who seems actually, we thought he was going to be a massive dick, right? Because his demeanor is a bit slimy. And, you know, what he does for a living sometimes, and we've both been there, engenders the slimier kind of guys that sort of you know digital marketing world um but he seems like a sweetheart i couldn't disagree with you more oh go on i no i just i just and this is before i learned anything about this couple okay i just think that he is the um you know, father of a teenage girl who claims that, like, oh, I, you know, she taught me how to respect women or whatever, or like, mm. I, you know, she's my life, but actually he, um, frequently shags the junior staff at his marketing company. And I just think he's, you know, very practiced at being, um, charming and okay. you know he is the life of the party and he can hang and and all of that and i really i did appreciate how he embraced yeah. the cultural differences and whereas his guests the guests on his side were like 
oh my god what is that you know yeah, like that, that was that there was, was a bit of there was but there was editing because you know very quickly you know that they're all like very embracing and i i liked it you know because you're it's built up to make you think he's gonna have an issue and then he's just so open and accepting i thought it was a little bit and I get, like, it's a production thing, but I thought it's a little bit much to have, like, a full kind of Indian wedding when no one had asked him what he might want from I his don't, wedding. We've never seen it before, yeah, at I least know. not in my time. It was good, but I, I, I suppose you can't consult him without giving the game away, really. But I don't know. It, it all felt... Look, I guess they say it's the bride's day, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. it really was the bride's day. <laughs> 27 mm-hmm. um she's kind of got like you know the fake lips and the bunny rabbit teeth she's got the one kind of wonky tooth on the lower deck um not the roof goof not the roof goof. <laughs> <laughs> um she, her greatest fear is that she's not enough and she doesn't love and she doesn't love herself as much as she should well, um, okay. Her, think, her and everyone else. I, I just think that was very probing questioning that would make anyone say that. Sure, of course. Uh, Shannon is, male Shannon is the uh, husband. He's a PT. He does not wear socks. He is 30. He's a single dad mm-hmm. um, of a young boy i think like toddler age which that's really hard it's hard to be away from them for that long um he's nervous that she might take his humor the wrong way i thought they were cute together but i'm getting more of like a friendship energy from them like i didn't really see sparks i didn't see major chemistry between them no but like he's an upgrade on the on the traditional farmer right he's not i I, I don't that, see him in that way. He's I, playing that kind of that role of you know. You could see him with a bit of straw hanging out. He's, he's very you know naive and I don't want to say all the words of pejorative. You know, kind of simple and basic and very energetic and ebullient and you know. But but there's not a lot of there there. You know, but no. He's, but 
I think he's, again, that's not pejorative. Like he's really delightful. I just wonder how far that can go. Like ultimately, do you marry Tigger? Well, that's the thing. I I don't think it's that. And also, I thought it was adorable that they went to this hotel and she's literally yeah, yeah, saying yeah, yeah. rich people things. I, my um, favorite genre of movie is the fish out of water movie. Yeah, I and boy, are they ever! It. Look, my worry is that when things, so people who are this sort of like, oh, I'm an open book, I get mm. along with everybody, they tend to be very guarded emotionally they'll they'll talk to you about things very comfortably and they're very friendly but they don't actually give you much and i think sometimes because there isn't much right they haven't had to expose things so they haven't actually developed much there's not a lot to say because they haven't really opened up but i think when things start to get serious Mm. that's when it's going to go downhill for um for this couple i think he will disappoint her by being emotionally distant he'll be like fun and everything but he will she's readier to open up than he is yeah i think that's probably true um duncan and Alyssa. uh this is the uh american gal the ex-mormon and duncan who we didn't think we were gonna like and then actually he seems he seems quite sweet yeah these two really do have chemistry i think Mm -hmm. i don't know if there's anything you know to that or underneath it but um, i thought he was going to be a massive dickhead but actually seems quite a you know bit of a sweetheart um she's i like her confidence it's not arrogance and that's a really weird you know a a very hard line to straddle but she's right in the middle there i high hopes yeah i think you know i think she's really she's somebody who's really been through it Mm. um Janelle and Adam. So Janelle is, I believe her family are Singaporean. Yeah. And Adam, I initially said, just from looking at the photo, is a sneeze away from being a a Miliband brother. Um, Like if, you know, the camera caught him the wrong way. He's growing on me, partly because I know you think he's like a loser crypto bro, but... Mm, I don't know. Some of them. I, I don't. Here's what I will say. I don't think these two are a good match. I yep. think she's way f- for him. And I'm never going to say a woman is too dominant, but she's too dominant for him. She's too confident and assertive. There's and no way in. For it, her. Yeah, exactly. There's no way in. Exactly. At all. You can live life like the way she wants to live it on completely on her terms, but you can't affect her. You can't change her in any way. No, and she cannot see below the tip of her, beyond the tip of her nose. You yeah. know, like she has a very um, regimented idea of what life should be, and there's no, you know, this could be a bit of fun for her, but she's never going to take him seriously, and I feel bad for him. It's a career move for her. Right, she's yeah. on. She's on the show because she's a YouTuber. It'll boost her profile. What I will say is this notion of you know needing a career with this kind of unshakable security. Uh, you're a YouTuber who's just gone on Maths Oz. I know it's you ridiculous. Be, you could be cancelled any fucking minute. So right now, his complete lack of employment, and I think he probably does have a complete lack of employment, but he can get work. Right now, she is at risk of never being able to get work ever again. 
Yeah. <laughs> she's not a bit more fucking careful. Exactly. I mean, well, who knows? Maybe she owns a company or has it. She must have her own makeup line or skincare or something coming out. Yeah, but, but again, again, that shit you know, is seriously cancelable. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting that she's taken that particular line with him because yeah. it's like, well, what is... Yeah, I don't get it. What do you think of the Sneechy brothers? Um, I think that they were put up to it. Yeah. Uh, I think they probably, you know, they talk about being overprotective. I think they talked about a few times a year, maybe. I don't think they're particularly close. I think that's put on. And I think they want to be famous. I I promise you they are rich kids of Instagram. If you looked any of them up, that all their pictures are on like helipads. Yeah, yachts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But not really. Or, you know what? All their pictures are posing in front of someone else's sports car. Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah. There's so much of that. Please, y'all, if you ever, for our American listeners or other listeners, the next time you come to London, please go to South Kensington mm-hmm. and find a group of young men in front of the Lamborghini who are taking each other's pictures. It's so funny. Yeah. It, yeah. What's really funny is if from across the street, you just shout out at them, get the fuck away from my Lamborghini and, yeah. wa- and watch the, as they just run. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's like um, Russian women with flower markets. There's an entire Instagram account <laughs> yeah. called Russian women holding flowers. It, it, it yeah. is. Yeah. It's the same yeah. here. I love it. Uh, I really do, though. It's it's endearing. And if hey, if I could pull off flower walls, I absolutely would. But I, I you know, I can't afford that many flowers. Right. Um, Oliver and Tani. This is the little. This is the Gen Z couple. Um, you think he looks like a teenage Jerry Seinfeld? I kind of see that. I thought that was so cute. He is Jerry Seinfeld. I'm sorry. He is Jerry. And I once that's in your head and it is in all of your heads now, you will just, whenever he comes on camera, you'll get, and you just keep expecting Kramer to come into the room, all kinds of, you know, he's got three other girlfriends on the go, right? Because that's the Seinfeld way. She should be told about that. Um, I do not believe that this guy is a voiceover artist. He can hardly talk no like he doesn't have a nice timbre to his voice no, he doesn't when he's reading like uh, did they do the honesty box the honeymoon box i don't think we're there with there's them a yet. bit where no. he's reading something there's a bit probably where the vows it may have been the vows actually and like he can't really read and that's you know 101 for a vo guy um yeah, I think maybe his mate needed him to do something for a, like a video or something. <sighs> but I do not think he's a full-time professional voiceover artist. But if I'm wrong, I've, I'm so sorry for you, Australia, that that's the level of VO skills that you have. I'm sure it isn't. Um, look, can we talk about this wedding very quickly? Mm. Uh, it is a oh freezing cold, like warehouse i expected like uh, some mafia henchmen to like wheel a dead body in i know it didn't look good it looked cold and dirty but i get that it's supposed to look you know they were like oh what 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 would kids like i swear it was the warehouse where the cop gets like really badly shot in robocop 
before <laughs> they it was the same warehouse they I'm should sure have had the wedding in an arcade or something like they, they should or like an escape room or something i'd whatever gen z kids are doing these days i find that in life i don't have any hope unless the word hope is written on the wall <laughs> uh just to remind me um i also need to say she's a very pretty young lady the dress is the worst i have ever seen on this show yeah ever yeah terrible style the fabric looks cheap um, the cut on her is, it's... The color's totally wrong for her skin No, it's, she's yeah, got it's incredible totally skin. wrong. It's, yeah. She's got great skin and this washes her out. I say this again and again. You cannot wear white. There's blue like, white. It's that yeah. blue mm-hmm. icy white. It's Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Washes her out. Yeah. Um, but look, they're sweethearts. She's going to realize that he is way below her league, but... I'm not really sure what her league is either. I, I get it that when you're that kind of girl and you look like that, that you do just attract a bunch of fuck boys and you might just want something yeah. different. But you know what? There are like better looking, more charismatic, more she, interesting men out there as well. It's not just... Just go for someone older. Right. It's not just naive children and fuck boys. There are other kinds of men. And speaking of naive children... um, this brings us to Claire and Jesse, uh, last but not least. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I, I find myself sympathizing with both of these people. I didn't want to. They, they had a nice wedding. They obviously are attracted to each other. This thing about deal breakers. So deal breakers should be things like... Um, I want someone who listens more than they talk when I'm trying to explain my feelings, Um, which I believe he does. Mm -hmm. You know, I think he actually... he's articulating his ics in a really stupid... Like, he's looking for the surface characteristics of his actual ick, which is, like, more complex. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when he says he hates star sign chicks... I don't think he actually hates star sign chicks, particularly. I think what he hates is maybe people that fill voids with noise, right? Because, I mean, you're a star sign chick, right? I am a star sign chick. And and I would... I don't like that phrase. Do we have to say... I have a problem with him saying chick. I'd rather rather use it because I think it's (laughs) amusing. Yeah. Um, You know, before I met you, I guess I might have said the same thing. Um, but at least he comes around to like my kind of way of thinking, which is like, if it's important to you, it's important to me. And, you know, it does no harm and I respect it and all of that. Well, but that's not really what he said, was it? He sort of came round ish and then sort of And then said, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah so exactly. that's. But all I, all I wanted to say about that is, is like, I would have never defined myself before as being someone that hates star sign chicks, right? Or gets the ick from that. What I will say is when I've encountered people like that, I'm like, tell me, like, do you have a deeper understanding of that? Is this really important to you? Or is it, if if you just like read the horoscope in the newspaper and stuff and, and you, you're not, you don't really understand it or anything, that's just filling noise with something, right? But if it's a passion of yours, that's different. Very different. What what he ends up saying that that does make sense. He said, everything we have in common, you're just more of. 
Yeah. And he feels, and and all these deal breakers, y'all, what it's really about is him feeling like he's not bringing anything to the table. Well, his entire personality is a fabrication, right? Yeah. You know, he, he looks like um, a magician um, if Russell Brand went to magic school. Um, although he also has the face of... Whose face did I say he has? Oh, God, I hate going down these Yeah, it doesn't matter. It tracks. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because no. it just gets stuck in my brain. Um, right, so... No, but what, what I wanted to say is, you know, this whole, I'm loud and I play metal and I'm a wedding celebrant, but I'm a rock and roll wedding. It, it's all craft, right? It's all... And you know that underneath there is a really sad, vulnerable little boy right who has struggled um perhaps with bullying or to identify himself or establish himself in the world so he's crafted this whole thing and then he meets this girl who really is that right and it just completely unwrites all the work he's done all his life and that's the real issue yeah absolutely and and there's also the fact that you know he doesn't he doesn't have the self-esteem or the confidence or the groundedness in himself to, to be curious about someone's values, right? Like he says, Mm -hmm. Oh, if you're, if I know your values and you're solid, then I, I look at the star sign thing differently. And it's like, well, you didn't ask her now, having said all of that, our beloved 10 year old, um, who we call Alfie, but it's not his real name. Yeah, Alfie can talk the hind legs off a donkey. We call him the Chitterbug. The Chitterbug. The Chitterbug. Yeah, so... He never stops chittering. There is not a movie, a TV show, Mm -hmm. anything that we've watched without his constant... Narration. Constant narration. Oh, that grass is really green. Oh, that's and he literally is the things that Jesse accuses her of. Yep. That is yeah. what Alfie does. He is a ten year old boy. And it never stops. <laughs> I can imagine a grown woman who is a chitterbug. That is that is an icker. That is a deal breaker. I couldn't handle it. No, i I find that very tiring. Um and I've worked with people like that in the past, and yeah, it is it is quite exhausting. You do start to beg them for a little mystery, you know? You know the Depeche Mode song, Enjoy the Silence? <laughs> Words like violence break the silence, come rushing in into my little world. Um, yeah. Those words can come in like violence. I yeah, they can. Yeah. They can. It does feel, um, you know, but I think that she... I think with help, these two could yep. be brought together and and make something of it. But I think they would need that that communication bridge. Look, I've got massive confidence. I'll tell you why. Because they show um, him talking to the godlike John Aiken. Um, and he's saying, this show will break you down and build you up. And, you know, that's the whole point of maths, right? And he's there and he's going... Yeah, okay, all right, I get it. And this show is going to do that to him because I don't think he'll walk away. I think the fact they've shown that at the beginning is like a trailer for the season. Well, We're going to see this guy emotionally boot camped, broken down to his bare constituents and build back up. I think. Yeah, 
Um, that's entirely possible. Now, I would like to record our predictions oh, yeah. for next week. So at the end of each week, there's a commitment ceremony and couples write stay or leave. Mm-hmm. And if the if one person in the couple writes stay, then they both have to stay. Um, and if they write leave, then they're gone. So Lyndall and Cam, what's your prediction for them? Uh, stay, stay. Okay, L and C. I also think they are stay, stay. Okay. Um, Bronte and Harrison. I think, look, I'll be completely candid with you. I think everyone is stay, stay at this point. Okay. I, do you, Let's go through them anyway. Okay. I think stay, stay. Um, she's come on this because she wants the exposure, I think. He's come on this. Ooh, I'm not sure why men like this come on a show like this, but I don't think he's ready to leave it. I think he's ready to leave the relationship, but I don't think he's ready to leave the show. And he will pretend that he's a good guy and be like, you know, I'm going to suffer through this and give this another go. And, you know, I'm all in and just try and be the good guy. So he'll put stay for that reason. See, I don't think so. I you think, think he's, he's out? Yeah, I think he's out. Mm. Um, Sandy and Dan? Um, yeah, stay, stay. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, Jesse and Claire. Uh, what do you think? I think stay, stay. Yeah. Oliver and Tani are Gen Z couple. Seinfeld ran for how many seasons? <laughs> <laughs> I think he can do a few more. Episodes. Yeah, same. I think it's stay, stay. Mm-hmm. Um, Caitlin and Shannon. So that's the sort of boy band looking guy who thought the Medusa Versace thing was <laughs> yeah. some guy. Some guy. Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, stay. Like I say, I think they're all staying. I think it's too early. It's very rare anyone writes leaving like the first commitment ceremony, but. Uh, Duncan and Alyssa. Well, I've told you my thoughts. What do you reckon? Yeah, stay, stay. Yeah. Um. And Janelle and Adam. What do you think? Oh, I think stay, stay, but I don't know if they're going to make it past uh, the second week. And let's not forget we have two more I think couples. What, yeah, we've got more to come. What I think might happen there is she might be, it might be one of those, I'm going to give him another chance. He's got a week to prove himself. So I'm cautiously writing. She'll be one of those ones who'll write stay, but will be a bit of an asshole about how I did have this written, but I crossed it out just to get a little knife in, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hate those ones. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Right, it's a really fucking awful thing to do at the committee. Sorry, it's like I'm reluctantly going to do this one. Do you know who I miss? Yeah, and who I—I <laughs> I never thought I would say this, <laughs> but he—I wish that Whitney was matched with Chode with Harrison. Oh, that would be phenomenal. That's Wouldn't married it? at first sight, UK. If, if like if imagine how out. little she would care, how few fucks she would give, and how much that would piss him off. 
<laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, but, you know, I think that ultimately, and, and you do get this with the, that, that you get these international shows where like the winners, they're doing it with Top Chef this year, I think. They're like the winners of all the different Top Chefs from all around the world are in sort of, you know, Top, top Chef Global. I wouldn't mind a second married at first sight global. How would they work out the living situation though they all do it in like a mutual place so (laughs) they take the geographic locations of all of those people like a murder board they draw lines between them all and they find the point of intersection that's silly all right it's time for us to go (laughs) um let's uh oh my gosh tori amos is going on tour is she gonna come no, it's ocean to ocean. All right, we're going to have to figure that out. We're going to have to time our next visit to America. All right, um, find us on Instagram and Twitter at Blighty Day Fiance, Blighty Day Fiance at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. Let yeah. us know where you're where you're writing from. You can, of course, join our Facebook group. It's Blighty Day Bays, B-A-E-S. Answer a couple questions and you can head right in. Um you can meet our lovely community. And if you really, really love us, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash blighty day for extras and um, bonus uh, material. Yeah, other shows. We do all kinds of other, other shows. Um, or, or on this feed, um, which you ain't got to pay nothing for whatsoever. Um, we are also doing 90 Day Fiance the other way at the moment. Those, are, So this and maths are our two shows, but plenty more in plenty more places. Um, come say hi, drop us a line, all of that jazz, and we will see, see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.